Hello, hello, hello. I am Bailey, and I am your wildly well mentor, and this is my podcast where together we learn how to find empowerment, love, and light within life's traumas. We begin to fill up our self-healing toolbox, and we realize just how safe we are to transform and grow. So join me for today's episode as we take one step closer to being as wildly well as we can be. Okay, I am back. Um, This month, I know we're like only 12 days in, 13 days in, I guess, by the time you're listening to this, um, has been an absolute roller coaster of like emotions for me um you know there's been so so much gratitude and just this like overflowing amount of and like overwhelming amount of love and appreciation and for that I am so thankful like to each and every one of you um but there has also been like an insane amount of anxiety and triggered grief and hard-hitting shame Um, And that's sort of why there was not an episode last Sunday. For real, I just felt as if I had absolutely nothing good to say to you guys. And I really just did not want to connect with anyone at all. You know, I was towing that line with depression and that's how it makes you feel. As I did mention (laughs) before in my last episode, I have been working overtime on my healing lately, doing a lot of inner work, um, especially around my perfection shadow. You know, like I said, the universe hit me like really hard with this realization that I had been living within the perfection shadow and I did not even realize it. Like I had no clue for like, a long time that this is where I was stationed um and especially mainly when it comes to being like the perfect daughter uh the perfect granddaughter even Uh, in my works I have come to realize that this idea that I have to be perfect really really hit me hard and like took hold of me when I was like 23 um, and I really really felt like I was failing my family you know I didn't have any schooling um, I had no license I only had a part-time job I pretty much did nothing but blow all my money on booze and drugs and was living at home with my family and not like contributing pretty much at all and I was pregnant or got pregnant So like during this time, I think there was a lot of hurt and shame and like not just felt by me. I think other members of my family probably felt that too. And like this fear of disappointing my family like ever again, in a way has been like the biggest driving factor for me being where I am now. Um, And you know, that's the thing with shadows (laughs) there is always a light side too and in a way trying to be the perfect daughter has really been helpful and I can be grateful um in this moment now (laughs) I can be grateful for the ways that it has served me but it has also been very damaging causing me to have you know way more anxiety than I had before it has kept me stuck 
you know, scared to make changes and move forward doing things that I know are like a huge fuck yes to me, but I'm worried about how it will be perceived by members of my family and, and like, you know, not wanting to ruffle feathers or disappoint them. And it's also really been hindering to my self-discovery and like journey and embracing my true self because I lock up these parts of me that I'm afraid to let free or afraid to like even dive into because I've been so afraid of not fitting in to what I have in my mind like pictured as the perfect daughter. You know, and I have been navigating the shame and hurt from this like time period and as well as other more younger childhood years like where I really spent a whole lot of time again trying to fit into this perfect um, image of what a daughter granddaughter would look like just so I could feel more like I was a part of my family and like This work has been going really well. It was going great. And I felt like I was, you know, getting over this hump. Um, I'd been doing the work since about like mid-January. But then I got sick. And holy hell, if someone tries to tell you that like, I I don't know. Getting sick really, really did a number on me. Um, I feel that the whole mind-body connection thing is definitely for real, um, your body and, and everything really impacts everything else. I think that everything, you know, it all flows into one another. Um, so, you know, this quickly, and this also getting sick quickly added a whole other level of shame, like surrounding being the perfect mother, which I, you know, didn't really think I, I suffered from, but I'm realizing that I do also have these tendencies that you know it does impact me I do want to be the perfect mother um but when I got sick I felt absolutely useless and helpless and unable to really do anything for Theodore when he was up like for the whole night just puking and and then I was unable to do nothing but sleep on the couch in the same room as my kids when it was like my turn the next day to suffer from the stomach bug that we got And then right after I got sick, I got my period and this triggered a whole lot of grief surrounding my miscarriage, which involved a huge, huge fucking dose of, you guessed it, more shame. And not even just from this experience that I've had in this life, but from past ones, past life. So I have just been dumped, shame dumped. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just coming at me from every fucking point of life this life in the next and past ones it's it's been you know like I said it's been an absolute roller coaster of a month so far and it really I I was trapped for like a couple a, a hot minute there you know in this disastrous and destructive shame spiral For a few days, I completely was like allowing myself to be consumed by these feelings of shame. Like I forgot all about 
grace and self-compassion and understanding, which is what I had been preaching for like the whole week prior to getting sick, you know, self-love and how February is, you know, is the time for that and how the most important part of your healing journey, especially starting inner work is all self-love and making sure that you have this great foundation. Like I forgot all about that and instead I was like allowing myself to feel completely hopeless and worthless it was just a constant stream of thoughts like I am such a bad person I'm so unlovable I'm so unworthy and you know thank god though my high self was still there just screaming at me as loud as it could until I finally fucking listened to get a damn grip. You know, it reminded me of the importance of everything that I have talked about prior to this. You know, it reminded me so much of non-attachment, non-judgment. And I know I have said this so many times, but there are these are the most important things when it comes to healing. It is the only way that you can experience and feel and release what you need to without getting all caught up in it like I had. A lot of the time though, this is way easier said than done. Like I know this, I'm living it. So don't worry. Like I know that I say that these things are so important and you have to practice like non-attachment, non-judgment and all this stuff. But I also understand the other side where just even like doing that is so hard, you know? Um, So if you're feeling it is difficult, like just know that you are not alone. And that is like a huge part of why I am sharing this podcast, this episode, especially with you all. It's why I do what I do, why I've created this podcast, my mentorship programs, my free community, and even my like social media accounts. You know, next to having a solid community and support system, though, that can help you realize you're not alone and maybe snap you out of it, just like even having developed self-awareness is so, so important for moments like this. This is why I also, like, preach that intuitive development is so important. It's such an important part of your healing. So you can have that connection to your highest self Like I was graced with my experience, right? So once I connected to her (laughs) and I, I was able to bring myself back to the surface, you know, and like gather myself and I began to get back to work on moving through the shame instead of allowing it to like get me, keep me stuck or drag me down, which I had been doing. I had just stopped and was letting it, like consume me it was awful the key is to keep moving and I know you're all curious how I managed to make it out so here it is these are my tips for releasing yourself from shame spiral so first off listen to your body okay my body was absolutely screaming at me it was screaming me two main things one rest Okay, you are completely exhausted. Please just stop and rest. (laughs) Take a break. But it also was telling me to stand up straight and breathe, baby. And yes, something as simple as changing your posture can slow down a shame spiral. 
By standing up straighter and keeping your head high, you can change the message you are sending to your brain and your nervous system from negative to positive. This, I'm pretty sure, can apply to to anxiety as well or anger, frustration, any like negative feeling. If you just change your posture, stand up tall, head up, chin parallel to the floor and take some intentional and invigorating breaths, you're one step out. You're, you're already t- stepping one foot out of that spiral. I also <laughs> grab my journal. I know I'm always grabbing for my journal, but honestly, it is my fucking best friend. And when it comes to feelings of shame or anxiety, which are the two things like major struggles for me, um, your journal should and can be your best friend too. Not just because it allows you to do that beautiful brain dump and to clear our minds, but because it acts as an absolute wonderful place to track what triggers your feelings. And feelings like shame as well as anxiety usually are triggered by something. We can begin to understand our relationships with shame and anxiety or grief or anger better And this allows us to become more prepared to manage them the next time that the feeling pops up, the next time it is triggered. We can be more intentional and less reactive. um, And that is so important. That's pretty much what this healing journey is all about, to be responsive, to be intentional, to be less reactive. And, you know, journaling also gives us a space to reality check ourselves You know, to ask the questions we need that are a bit more hard-hitting and allows for us to answer honestly without getting too much into our heads. You know, it gives us more neutral ground. And those are just a few of the reasons why I fucking love journaling. And it is my best friend. And it is so, so crucial to my anxiety management journey. Like, it is the most important thing, I think, that I have developed in my anxiety management journey and Evidently, it works for shame too. I then turned to meditation. You know, I took some time in stillness and to ask myself what it was I truly needed. Because a lot of the times when we're triggered, you know, we, we get triggered because there's something that we're needing, something that we need to heal, a part of us that is not feeling good. <laughs> and for me, the answer was to be seen. And I'm not really surprised by this at all. You know, a very good way, like I said above, to deal with a shame spiral is by sharing because it allows you to know that you're not the only one. You know, there's such a power in just hearing the words, me too. So I guess this is actually my like step four now um, from my like release uh, in releasing my shame uh, because here I am sharing with all of you on my podcast. And following through with what my inner guidance is telling me to do, which is also like so crucial. When you are connected to your intuition and stuff and you ask for guidance, you got to follow through. (laughs) And you know, um, Brene Brown has this quote, you know, she said, if we can share our story with someone who responds with empathy and understanding, shame can't survive. And honestly, I believe this so wholeheartedly and I'm so glad that this quote came into my life like when it did 
um, because it has taken home in my soul. And I also believe that you can replace shame with any other feeling or emotion and it would still apply. And again, this is exactly what calls me to share all that I do to be heard and seen and the way that I allow myself to be heard and seen. Because I believe that deep down that it is our in our vulnerability and honesty on this journey through life. And it's with those things that we create spaces that help others around us feel held. And we all need to feel held sometimes or, you know, all the time. Uh, I think some of us feel it more than others. But yeah. And that right there is my soul's mission. So even though I have been feeling down in the dumps and just god awful like like a week ago, I have also now I'm coming out of it and I feel more fucking connected and like to my soul and like heading into alignment than I was before and that is the beauty of healing and heading into your shadows and going into your darkness because you will always find out more about you. You will find out what your fucking superpowers are if you head into the darkness. Trust me. So my soul's mission is to create space to hold you all, your pain, your problems, and your needs, and to do so in a space that is safely grounded and allows for you to bloom and grow so you can live the life that you truly and deeply desire and you fucking deserve you know and to let and to get to see you glow with pride as you find empowerment and connect with your true being and you step into your power and just saying those words out loud I get like fucking chills because I believe them so much and I know that's exactly where I am being guided what I am being guided to do and I really hope that in sharing this podcast and allowing myself to be vulnerable about where I am personally and my healing journey that you can walk away tonight or today whenever you're listening knowing that you are not alone and that you can scream me too and just let that feeling of you know community and not alone and like oneness like wash over you okay I love you guys so much and I promise I will do my best to never miss a week again but I'm also really trying to honor my body and be more intuitive um and so when things are not totally feeling like fuck yes for me I don't force myself to do them anymore and this will include with this because I always want to make sure that I have quality you know content out I don't want to ever feel forced or fake when I am doing make creating episodes and like content on my social media either so we'll just go with the flow for now on (laughs) thank you so much for pressing play today and hanging out with me you can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and be sure to leave a review if you feel called to it because it really does help a girl out. Stay wild and well, you beautiful souls. Until next time. <laughs>